I'm Conor Lennon, and you're listening to The Lid Is On, the flagship podcast from UN News. Not many school commutes involve having to go through checkpoints and body searches, but that's the daily reality for some 163 Palestinian youngsters in Hebron, a bustling city in the southern part of the West Bank. Every day, the children, as well as their teachers at the Kotoba school, must pass through two checkpoints, then undergo inspections and searches, which often means a late start to lessons and considerable psychological stress. The area of the city controlled by the Palestinian Authority is known as H1, while the zone where the school is located under Israeli control, H2, covers roughly 20% of the city and is home to 40,000 Palestinians, along with a few hundred Israeli settlers. For the past three years now, H2 has been a closed Israeli military zone, following a wave of attacks against Israelis. During a recent visit to the occupied Palestinian territory with the UN humanitarian coordinator, Jamie McGoldrick, Rima Baza of UN News went inside the closed zone to speak with students and teachers from Kurtoba. To reach the closed military zone in the H2 area of Hebron, we had to go through an Israeli checkpoint. The moment my colleagues from the Office for the Coordination of Humanitarian Affairs, OCHA, told the soldiers that we were from the United Nations, the soldiers asked for our IDs. They didn't inspect them closely, except for my Palestinian colleague who works with UNRWA and carried a Jerusalem ID. They asked him a few questions to make sure he could be given access. The whole thing didn't take more than a couple of minutes, and we left the busy streets of Hebron behind us through a revolving metal gate. It was as if we had stepped into another world, maybe onto what looked like an empty movie set. So we're walking into, we stepped into the area in Hebron, and it's, it feels like a ghost city. Nothing, the stores are closed. No one in the street, just across from the checkpoint. You have the stores with the signs on them. This is a tailor shop. But everything is sealed. On one street named Ashohada, which means martyrs, nothing was moving. We were totally alone. On both sides of the street, there were rows of commercial stores sealed shut, either on the orders of the Israeli authorities or by owners who have had to leave because of the Israeli restrictions. Remember, this is a closed area, so having customers cross over from outside the gate is practically impossible. On the closed or abandoned stores were signs showing what life was like before the Israeli restrictions. Here must have been a health club, and another sign said it was once the Abu Khalil hair salon for men. The soldiers pushed the metal barrier in front of them to allow us climb the stairs through the door and into the school. Our life here is difficult. We're subjected to searches on our way to school at the checkpoint and to violence from the settlers. One day, a settler stopped us in the street and kept pushing us and yelling, get out of here. But we told her we're staying. Aisha Al-Azza, who is 13 years old, spoke angrily about the harassment and violence they say they are subjected to by settlers. All they want is freedom. 
We have the right to be educated and to arrive at the school safely. All we want is to live in freedom. I heard the same sentiments from 14-year-old Wa'd al-Sharabati, who said that she was using her education to challenge the Israeli occupation. She recounted one particular ordeal she and her friends had faced. One time I was going to school with my friends. A settler passed by. He had a vicious dog. He let it run after us. We were terrified and ran away. But after a little while, we went back to our school. The UN says that the living conditions of the Palestinians who remain in the closed and restricted areas have been gradually undermined, especially concerning basic services and a lack of job opportunities. Ocha says the isolation of the settlement area and its surroundings from the rest of the city of Hebron has severely disrupted the family and social life of Palestinians living there. The situation also has undermined their dignity and psychological, social well-being. One of the girls in Qurtoba school is 14-year-old Yara, who lives in a Shohada street very close to school. She is proud to tell you that she was ranked number one in her class. Even though our house is close to school, sometimes I need a long time to come here because of the restrictions. For example, one of the kids could be beaten up. I insist on coming to school because I have a goal to be a lawyer and defend my Palestinian issue. The director of the school, Noura Nassar, told us that Qurtoba is surrounded by three Israeli settlements and the daily trip requires children and teachers to pass through several electronic gates in addition to searches that she says are simply humiliating. Ms. Nassar, who has been the head of the school for the past six years, told us about an incident that led to injuries to herself and some of the students. With the cooperation with the Ministry of Agriculture, we organized an event to plant trees around the school. We were shocked to find a group of settlers attacking us and depriving us from planting the green trees. Some children were injured. I was helping them, and we took them to the hospital. And over there, I found out that I was injured, too. It is alleged that the attacks against the school children and their teachers are largely down to one particular settler. There are several video clips online that show the settler in confrontations with local Palestinians as well as foreigners who come to support them. The stress and impact of the journey to Qurtoba school on children is clear to see, according to Samah Nasruddin, social counselor at the school. We always work on the preventive and healing aspects depending on the children's cases. We try to provide them with a comfortable environment inside the school. We work on the psychological discharge and strategies to deal with stress and trauma. We teach them how to get rid of tensions and provide them with a safe place and how they can attend school and adapt naturally in a way that does not affect their studies and their relations with people around them. The psychological problems experienced by students include an an inability to focus, being distracted in class and trouble doing schoolwork. 
The counselors advise the children to support one another and walking groups. Children are also taught how to control their anger, fear, and anxiety through breathing and relaxation exercises. For you and news, I'm Reem Abaza.